So yeah, but you do have to be like right in the circle. I'm very, I'm more worried about you, but you can do, you can take this wherever you want. Sure, yeah. Back like this. Yeah, you can do wherever. You just got to be like right on Stephen the- Hawking action. I just don't. Oh my means. god. <laughs> I just don't want to be the loudest one on the podcast. Welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me, as always, is Chris King. Say hello, Chris King. I don't know if that's. If that's, <laughs> that's hello. Uh. Uh, with us, that was that was to me. I was on. I'm sorry, <laughs> Chris, get down. Uh, I was actually I was gonna do my um, I was gonna do my Louisiana accent. Yeah, but it's real bad. I was gonna be like, oh, welcome to the Audubon podcast. Is that it? Is that yeah. how they talk? It was, well, it's French. It's just dirty French. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just say I guarantee a lot. <laughs> oh, I guarantee. We have a special guest today, Zerecho. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Hodges, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I won't do that anymore. I apologize. We've had a lot of we've had a lot of hurricanes. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. We're in the new podcast studio. You're our very first guest in the new yeah. studio. Thank you. Yeah, Honored. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Uh, we had a Mardi Gras themed extravaganza today. Um, before before we started the podcast, we'll try to run through the food real quick. We had. Hush puppies. We had seafood. Um, sorry, crawfish, crawfish cakes. We had uh, uh, smoked scrimp. Yeah, smoked scrimps. Um, we had what else was there? Collard greens. Collard greens. Smoked scrimps. Help me out here. Beignets. Uh, there was yeah. I I didn't even know. Fire what those were. beignets. Yeah, they were amazing. Beignets. Hush puppies. Yeah, hush puppies were really good. Well, meal was amazing. It was amazing. And then a uh, 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 mug of hot dogs and rice. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I guess I'm not from New Orleans. I didn't know that. Up, up north, we call it hot dogs and rice. Uh, down south, I believe they call it gumbo. I remember that, that reminded me. I used to work at Wolfgang Pucks, and I remember they made uh, they made some kind of fancy whatever. And I'm like, so it's it's like lasagna. What, what Like a fancy term for lasagna. What is that called? There's it. Is there nothing? I'm dead air. Okay. But anyway, I remember I remember they, it, when I worked at Wolfgang Pucks out in Chicago, they would put all the food out and they would say, this is like whatever fancy thing. Like, so it's lasagna. You basically just made lasagna. Yeah. And I remember the chef saying, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, Rachel, what did you think of the brunch today? Oh, my God. Fucking fire. Phenomenal. <laughs> uh, the sauce, honestly, my favorite part, whatever you put in that sauce with the... Uh, yeah, we did like a jalapeno... Fresh puppies and uh, stuff. Remoulade. Oh, my God. stinking good. It was so good. And I did tell you the beignets were much better in State Fair, which I think is a gold standard <laughs> for Indiana. What State Fair are they giving beignets at? Beignet? Am I saying it right? I don't know. I don't think I'm saying it right. <laughs> we're from this state, what? so how are we supposed what to know how to say it? Those out? <laughs> were you saying like it was better than like an elephant ear? Uh, elephant ears are shit because they're so thin. Okay, but yours were solid. And the title like, of this podcast is "Elephant Ears Are Shit." That's <laughs> right in fucking two minutes. No, but you in. know what I mean. You go and it's like thin and not. It's not good. And yours were like perfectly crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside. The confectioner sugar was on point, not too little, not too much. I was pleasantly surprised. All I think right. it's well done. That's yeah. what we aim for. Yeah. Have okay. you ever been down to New Orleans before? I have not. My mom lived there. Oh. She told me stories, but that's neither for this time nor that. <laughs> I mean, literally, this is 
That is for this time. That, that is what we're hoping for is that we get you full of food and then some booze. I'm like, you know what? None of this is, no one's going to hear these and I'll tell these stories. That is the goal of the podcast. So that's, that's where I'll, I'll tell you what, this, I, I'm a big fan. I've been down there like three times in the last five years. Like out of all the cities I've been to in the, in the U S it's, it's my absolute favorite. Like the food is just incredible. I went on an alligator tour last time I was down there. Wow. Like and I've gone on like two fan boat tours. I went once in the wintertime. I didn't see shit because it was like they hibernate. Okay. But I went another time in the summer and it's like they throw marshmallows at like alligators that are like two feet away from the boat. <laughs> and these yeah. are just these crazy swamp people that they <laughs> they, they don't care at all. They they'll pay, they'll wrestle them, you know. The, like that thing's real close. Is this gonna be a problem? He's like, No, no, he have a marshmallow for him now. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. I lost all my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> just on a boat with foghorn leghorn, like I said, I said, I said, I said, throw that marshmallow with that alligator. But they actually have a pretty cool food scene. I, I like I found like yeah. some cool like I found like the first time I went down there, like this cool uh nano brewery called Courtyard Brewery. And I've seen them grow out of every time I go back there. Like yeah. I follow them on Twitter and stuff. Uh, Blue Oak Barbecue, some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. I just, I love New Orleans. Like, yeah. if I could get a job on their like tourism board, I think that would be like, <laughs> so it's like, like me on a fan what boat. What is like the vibe of the city, would you say? Because every city has its own vibe. Party. Party. Yeah. Okay. So, like, when you think of New Orleans, when most people, when I thought of New Orleans before I went down there, I thought, oh, they like get wild for Mardi Gras. But, right, like one day of the year. But like every other day of the year is just a half Mardi Gras. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, there's such a tourist party destination every, like, when I first time I went there was over Christmas, and it was like Christmas Eve, and everything was at like a fourth of normal, and I was like, oh, this place isn't so crazy, <laughs> Christmas Eve, <laughs> and then like, Christmas, the day after Christmas, it was just back into yeah. party mode, just like the puke fountain started at 7 a.m., you know, it's like, here we go, burr, 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 burr. Is, so this is the thing, I... I know that New Orleans is a great place, but I've only been there one time. It was August. Um, it was probably like four years ago, and it was just so hot. And I'm uh, sweaty all the time. Like, just now. It's, it's, fucking, <laughs> it's still the winter, and I'm sweating right now. Uh, so I just remember, and it, it didn't stop me from eating. Like, I still ate the whole time. Yeah. So I'm, like, filling up on, like, fish and crawfish, then walking around in, like, a thousand degree weather. And the puke fountain is no joke. The place is, it, it just smells, like, puke all the time yeah, it's like a party toilet it just it, yeah. it really is like hey where are you gonna puke wherever everybody's puking wherever it's every every place is a good place to puke so then i did that i got super wasted i had a friend that was i was there for work so then i was going to like food places with my boss and she is i'm an hr she was not like a fun like not a fun New thing new orleans hang out like <laughs> what do you want to do next like probably go to bed like okay cool can i go to can i keep going out because you're terrible and then so I did that, and then I hung out with a friend of mine that lived there. I got super high, and then we went to a brunch, and then I drank a bunch of champagne and orange juice. And apparently, mimosas in the heat are a bad idea because we went on. The only tourist thing I did was go see the Tree of Life. I puked on that, and then I had to catch a plane <laughs> that I missed. So I'm sure it's a good time. Sounds I, like a good time. It's. <laughs> I just wonder if like the energy there is different because it's like known for voodoo, right? And hexes. So like, if are you asking if? 
New Orleans has a voodoo vibe? Is that what you're like in the like a party voodoo? Well, I vibe? think it's kind of known, right? To yeah. have like some voodoo yeah, essence. Think, so like I if would... you go on a bad Tinder date, do you go to the voodoo <laughs> store and just like buy a hex or like I is think, the energy different there? I can't. I gotta go see it for myself. I, I think, think it's funny that you thought the energy may be like just like voodoo, like rampant, like everybody's like running around chasing people with. Voodoo. I mean, and, and, I'll tell you what. Like, like if, like if you're if you're into like spiritu- spirituality and vibes and the occult and stuff like that, it's all there. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's legit. Like, you could go and just take like haunted tours, go to the voodoo store, like get get your tarot cards read like i mean that the, you could have a whole like trip based around that if that's what you're into i'm, I'm not into it i just I'm <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's, uh, that's maybe why i'm not maybe why she's never been before <laughs> like oh there's a lot of voodoo yeah i don't want to american voodoo. horror story for i don't want to i think i won't be involved in like heavy voodoo like it's just like a sconcer voodoo would be fine uh it's good uh so rachel yes uh what is your well we always ask every guest yeah, yeah. Right? What's your like food service background? Uh, I worked at McNiven's. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay, so just as a preface, because um, we're, we're on a podcast, no one can see you. Uh, one of the things that we always tell every guest is that you're not allowed to say where you work. But uh, what's unfortunate that's a podcast is no one can see that you said McNiven's, where, which Dyke and I have mentioned, I don't know, 15,000 <laughs> times. Uh, and you've listened to this podcast more than we have. And then immediately said McNiven's. And then uh, Rachel looked at me adorably and thought, oh, shit, I fucked it all up. Everything's ruined. And now Stu's going to hear this. Stu is the owner of McNiven's. And we're all going to be fired from a job we neither of us, none of we us really have. We don't even really work there. <laughs> That's the fear of that place. Okay. So the rule is just that you can't say necessarily where you're working now. So I'll give. I McNiven's work, I work somewhere else as well. <laughs> yeah. And I will not tell what, you where that is. Was it a I, Scottish restaurant that you worked? Was it Scottish? I mean, possibly. But like, <laughs> I'm, I can give you stories or examples, but I will not tell you where that happened. No, I know. You're telling us how it works. We told you. This, this is a speech we had before we started okay, recording. Okay, okay. So Wait. food service background. Okay. <laughs> so I've been in the food service industry probably going on 10 years. Okay. Um, I've done wow. hosting, serving, bartending, managing, you name it. I've probably done it. So So you weren't you weren't doing that 10 years ago at the at the Scottish restaurant where <laughs> that we're not talking. Where were you working at before then? Where'd you get your like feet uh, wet? I think originally? initial yeah, initial restaurant stories are always my favorite. My initial restaurant story was a pancake house in Lebanon. There we go. See? And, uh, there we go. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. The owner was Greek, and he uh, hired me on the spot within 15 minutes. Wow. And then um, they had one of those old tiny cash registers where you actually had to, like, push buttons, and it didn't do the math for you. And Ugh. he saw me mess up the return change for a customer in the first, like, hour I had the job. And uh, then he said... You don't work here anymore. Oh. <laughs> and then he uh, he let me go. So. Wow. So yeah, that was my first restaurant experience. <laughs> Wait, fifteen minutes into working there, you the interview was fifteen minutes. I worked an hour and I was fired within the. First Are you serious? Hour. Was it all this? It wasn't all the he same day. He screamed at me. It wasn't all the same day. No, it wasn't like, no, the next day. You can day, start, yeah. and then he was like, "Oh, I didn't ask the math question." Surely she can do math. And then he saw you and like, no, 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 she cannot do like, math. No, no, no. Get, to, get the hell out of my She's restaurant. She's like 16 years old. She has other things on her mind. Yeah. She Clearly just, not her first priority. She got 12 is the minus, minus eight was 45. Yeah. So she that was my first restaurant experience. And then what did you, uh, did you go to college? I did. I went to IU. Nice. Business and uh, graduated with, as Chris knows, my HR degree. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's uh, it's invaluable. There's only 
It's only up from here. Yeah. I don't know. So when you guys are <laughs> reaching for the stars, this one. <laughs> nothing, nothing more. I think that that's the thing. I don't know if you feel how you feel about it, but I think my thing with HR, I think the reason I picked it, and I, I'm interested in why you, I'm always interested in why people pick HR because it just doesn't seem like any, any it seems like things that somebody would fall into. Like, oh, I failed at what I really wanted to do. So I guess I'll fall into HR. But I picked it because I thought it's nice to be, it's a very uh, mediocre position. So I thought if you're not a mediocre person, like, oh, you will kind of excel because it's like everybody's kind of like they're happy with the middle. And if you come in like, I'm not a middle person, I'll do well. But why did you pick? Why did you pick HR? Um, I just feel like a lot of people aren't authentic in the workplace. And I just right. I'm very sarcastic and very just authentic. And I feel like it'd be refreshing to meet someone who's like, Hey, yeah, this fucking sucks, but I'm here to help you with your benefits. Like, <laughs> wow, I say that at least once a day. So you're just trying, <laughs> you're just trying to be like the cool stepmom of the like, HR game. I just think like if I was not having the best time at work, but if someone came to me and they were like, "Hey, I'm going to help you," even though neither of us want to be here, but I'm going to make it clear <laughs> of how you can live your best life, then I would want that. So that's what I went to school to try to be. That was and- a deal. Did you go? Were you when you went to IU? Is that the first you that was your major from like day one? You're like, I'm gonna do this, I'm going to HR. You didn't like yeah, fall no. into HR. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's that's the thing about HR is that I feel like everybody's just like it's no one, no one's first choice. I tried doing marketing or I tried whatever and I, I yeah. just failed. So like HR was something that was really easy. So I just kept Dude, that- I went to nursing school for three and a half years. The stories I God. have from that one shadowing in the ER for literally literally a single story would that would be great what's your best i can tell one but it's not yeah. gonna be family friendly that's no this isn't this isn't okay. harder brunch podcast yeah. with a family this i went to nursing school up near chicago and um shout out to the er because it's required night shift uh and there was a <laughs> a guy that came in um who had like really swollen lips and he had a um you gonna say black guy? <laughs> he wasn't actually. But he had a he had a, um, a towel over his mouth, and his wife was with him, and she looked really embarrassed. And uh, we were like talking to him, "Hey, what's wrong?" or whatever. And uh, it turns out that she had had edible panties, and he had had an allergic reaction, and his whole face swelled. And so they had to come to the ER <laughs> so that he could get in his injections and what do you his do cortisone and his face taken care of. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but yeah. So that was interesting. <laughs> Is that what? Were you supposed to do that? Were you? No, I was to? just shadowing, just like <laughs> just, just watching, just it. things that came into the ER yeah, that yeah, night, yeah. and that was one of them. And I'll Did never you have to forget wipe, it. White, white butts. I feel like there's a lot of like in nursing. Like initially, it's just everybody that ever has ever gone to nursing school. Like it seems like it's a lot of. Blood. Are, you, are you not grossed out by like blood and guts and poo and pee and all that stuff? My own, yes, I'm grossed out. <laughs> Other people's. Other people's not so much. But yeah, no, I hated nursing school. I quit, packed up my shit. How did you go home. to nursing school before you quit, though? Three and a half years. I would have hated it before that. Packed up my <laughs> shit, came home, told my parents they were not pleased, and yeah. then went to Ivy Tech, did gen eds, and then went to IU. But yeah. Yeah. So IU, when you went to IU after Ivy Tech, is that, did you pick HR initially even then? Like? Um, I picked business. Right. And right. then they were like, you could have 
three more credits, you could do HR. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> count me in. That's it. There it is. That's it. That's how everybody's like, listen, you just take this one class. It will just give you an HR degree. We're just, we're handing them out. Like if you can, like how many fingers am I holding up? Three. Okay. HR degree. We're giving you an HR degree. That's really all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. What, what, was, uh, what was the wildest stuff that ever happened to you when you were a server? You have you have these. I stories. have quite a few. Yeah. I could tell you one that happened to me uh, just this past Friday night yeah, when yeah. I was working. Just yeah. roll with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Valentine's Day, right? Yep. So it's the evening of love, and everyone's <laughs> in a good mood. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the place I was at, it was very busy, and um, people just filing in, and couples, right? Everyone's dressed up, looking nice. Um, this couple comes in, they sit down. I can tell the vibe is off. But I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe they waited a long time for their table. They sit down. I'm like, hey, guys, here's some water. It's a menu. I'll be right back. I come back at the precise moment, like five minutes later. Um, and I see the woman get up and she throws on her coat and she looks at the guy and she goes, I can't even look at you right now. Oh, and um, yeah, the dog doesn't like that story at all. I don't think so. He blamed the lady. And she picks up her coat, she's, she puts it on, and she storms out. And the guy looks at me, and he goes, do I need to pay you for anything? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, you guys didn't even order anything. And then uh, he looks at me, he looks at the bar, like, am I going to get one drink before I go? And then he just... She's gone. She's, she's already gone. gone. She stormed. <laughs> and, then he, and then he just kind of sadly walks out. And I have no context for this. <laughs> but I was like, okay. <laughs> Y'all, y'all have a good night. And you know they had like long-standing reservations. Probably had. Some- well, I was yeah. like, did did he go to the bathroom and she looked at his phone? Or oh, like, did I wouldn't he even, I wouldn't even thought about thing? that. But we should say that where you're working now, we we want to get seen here. But it's a pretty fancy place. Like, it's that it's is, pretty fancy. It's a pretty fancy place to have like Valentine's Day plans for this place. Yeah, they spent some time. We're gonna drop some cash, yeah. and then yeah, and then that was it. Like yeah. still. Uh, but yeah, she just stormed out and I, I was like, okay. So that was exciting for this weekend. I definitely had a couple. I like, I definitely was waiting on a couple one time where the guy, I just dumped his wife. Like, what? Like, like, yeah, like, like just during the meal, like they ordered, they, f- they broke up. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. So but I, just I, to make sure I was, I was during- there. I was their server at a burger joint and like, I took their order, put it in. And before the food came, he obviously just like ended either a, a marriage or a relationship. Wow. The way she took it, I think it was a marriage <laughs> because she just had her hands like, like her head buried in her hands on the table and was just sobbing. And he's just drinking his Coke. Wow. And That's like, amazing. and I'm just, and I keep walking by like, this is so awkward. I don't know. <laughs> what am I gonna, and then I, then I brought Check, their, please. then I bring their food out to yeah, them. Yeah. Cause you're still, they're still doing yeah. it. They haven't bounced out. Like, and, you guys want to go? No. And like, she just pushes the food to the side and continues to, to cry. And he just is eating his French fries and oh, just going about a minute. I was thinking, I was like, Oh, he took her out in the public. So she wouldn't cause so she the wouldn't scene. Like, yeah. when he was still hungry. Yeah. I'm thinking like, God, well, what'll probably happen is, this is what'll happen. I'll, she'll, I'll break up with her. We'll end it. And my, I, I'm, I'm hungry. So then I can have as much food as I want once she leaves. But then she ruined it and likes to hang out. When I was a t- teenager, I, I tried to break up with, like, <laughs> I feel like when you talk about a girlfriend when you're like a teenager, it's, like, it's not real, you nah. know? It doesn't count. Yeah. But, like, I had a girlfriend and I knew she really liked the steak and shake uh, brownie sundaes. 
And I was just like, and in my head, I was just like, it wasn't like not to make her make a scene, but I was like, this right. will soften the blow of the breakup. If I'm like, yeah, I took her to Steak and Shake and got her favorite dessert. And it was like, by wow. the way, I'm going to bring you the happiest you've been in a long yeah. time. And then I'm just going to devastate your heart. What do you, what do you hate? What do you like? What do you hate most about that uh, brownie sundae I gave you? Well, it's just, it sucks because it's going to be over. You know what else is over? <laughs> like, that's, like, that's what you're hoping for. The, you broke up with a girl at Steak and Shake? The funniest part is, like, we're, we're, like, we're still friends decades later. And uh, <laughs> that's she just loves to bring that up. Remember that time you gave me that breakup brownie? <laughs> I don't know, man. If it wasn't going well, that, that's probably, that brownie's probably the best part about it. Actually, you know, that's pretty considerate because I feel like a lot of <laughs> No, 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 no. Thank no, you, no. Rachel. Not, Thank no, you. No, 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 no. We're not. You. Listen. Do you know how was... many dudes are douches and break up over like AOL or text or something? Sub in thing high that school. I was going to say is I've never actually broken up with anyone in person. It's all been over text. But uh, <laughs> rest all, my case. I think all, there's definitely. Too. I don't know that a steak and shake breakup is like. Well, that's good for you. That's a steak and shake is a Denny's breakup. That's a Denny's breakup because there's a brownie Sunday at Denny's. Look, she liked the steak. She liked <laughs> the steak and shake. It would resonate, so yeah, yeah. That's uh. I'm just gonna say, like, maybe we should make like a trip advisor for like best places to end relationships, (laughs) (laughs) like like specific breakup meals. (laughs) I've done. I. It's so funny you guys say that. I I wonder if every server has a breakup story because that is a pretty notorious place for people to break up. But I've definitely been waiting on people where, and it's it was it was absolutely a breakup. I don't think it was a marriage. Errors that was bringing up, but they were both unhappy about the situation, and they were playing like a game of chicken, like to see like who was going to leave first because they clearly had broken up like at the drinks. Like someone, and I don't know who was the instigator at all, but someone had said, "Hey, this is over at drinks." So it's like, "Hey, we got the drinks, we're done now. Maybe we should leave." But instead, they kept like up in the ante, like, "Hey, are you going to get some food?" Like, "Yeah, I think I'll get some food." My thing is like, "Really? Is really <laughs> we going to keep doing this?" And then they got food, like. Coming back, like, you guys need anything else? Or could you fucking leave because you're bringing the place down? Like, yeah, yeah, I think we'll take some more drinks. Like, really? See who swerves first. It was, yeah, it was awful. And it was, I've oh, been, it I've, was I've waited on both a, a divorce, I feel like, and a, a marriage proposal. I've also been there for Chris and Allie. I was, oh, I was yeah, there, so. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Chris and Allie from Love Handle. Got to drop the name. People don't. I have, uh, I think the worst though, and I don't know if you guys had this at McNiven's. McNiven's used to be. I've never worked like at a, McNiven's for the record. <laughs> that's you can, but McNiven's used to be uh, like a lot of tender dates. Like it was very oh, early yeah. on. Yeah, nonstop. Like when I started, it was uh, McNiven's only five years in. Tender was very, very new. Yeah. And I was, I was definitely a waiter for a lot of very awkward tender dates. Uh, the the distillery I used to work at. It was definitely a lot of. Oh, that makes dates. sense. That makes sense. Uh, Black Gaker, I used to work. At. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, it would be. Um, oh, that's the brewery. They were. I thought there was a. Uh, there was a. Uh, what do they call them now? Sex worker, and like that was her. That was like her, uh, like go to. Like she would go and like a woman of the evening. Yeah, she would. No, be- that's not it at all. I thought you were like a sex worker. I think so. I think yeah. that's the thing. Like, I'm, you I'm, mean woman of the evening? Like, no, no, no. I'm glad we it's, have HR to correct we're, me we're, here. We're all woke, but we're right. like 1935. That was my major. Like, I went to school specifically for well, it. You know, woman of the evening is in my policy. We have to call hookers that. Uh, but I never. 
woman of the evening. But yeah, she would meet a guy and like they would have like a fake kind of date, you know, and drink it like she would drink like half as much. She would have like one beer and he would have like five. And then they would go do sex stuff out in the parking what? lot. You knew in the it, parking lot? Yeah. You saw oh, yeah. it? You would be like, hey, look I mean, at I that. wasn't like leering, but like it was kind of well known. I'd be leering. I've, I've only seen that in Grand Theft Auto. I've never I seen definitely, it in my life. when I worked at the distillery, I definitely had a I had this. I don't know if they were a couple. I think, <laughs> I think they just started dating, but they came in and they ordered. We were testing out the new menu, or so they had. They literally went through the entire menu and had one of every single drink and like shared oh. shared it. But they were wasted by the end of it. Yeah. And I had like closed down, done everything, and then I was like getting in my car and I was leaving, and I like turned my lights on and I'm like pulling out. And there's just unmistakably two people fucking, you know, I mean, it was just like, they just, they weren't even really trying to hide anything. Yeah. Okay. They were just like fucking in an empty parking lot. And then all of a sudden my, both headlights were just on just them. Like a butt and then I felt the like butt. the creep and I was like, oh, I'm sorry for disturbing like, you. Like, yeah. We're fucking doing something here. Back the fuck off. And then I saw a cop come into the parking lot. I was like, ooh. Time to go. Is that illegal? That's illegal. Is that What's the what's the? I think usually it's I think it's indecent exposure. So, but I think normally it's just like just get out of here. So if they have like clothing sex, like let's say where they're like doing it, where like just they're uh, you know just no, I don't think you're allowed to have sex in public. But what's the law? I don't know what the law you're breaking. If like just your uh, openings are open, like just like only your genitals are exposed. Like if you like we're just rubbing, but only you, knew, you couldn't see you, unless we're like really looking. I guess if you're totally not, it's still like a sex act is probably not supposed to be done. Yeah. Within 50 feet I guess of a would, church or a child. Is, like, or how hardcore are the cops like, hey, it's okay because you still get your shirt and pants on, but. I think cops know. I don't think cops think it's funny and they're just like, just lock, just get, just take it home. Just take it just home. Take it on down there. Especially yeah. when it's like, I would imagine that situation, they're adults. Like, they have a home somewhere. It's not like they're like kids. Yeah. Like, like, I don't want to like, go to my parents' place. And, yeah, like, but like, sometimes you don't want to get your rocks off at your domestic it's <laughs> like. Some people like. Is that a story? Yeah, yeah. more. I feel like you have a story that's like. No, I just don't like. I like doing it in the bed in a comfortable position, like the back of a Volkswagen. No, not to change the subject, but changing the subject. (laughs) I think it's really awkward. This has happened to me several times in the service industry, where it's a first day, or it's like a couple, and the girl goes to the bathroom, and then I run the guy's card, and it's declined. Yeah, and then it's like like the most panic attack for a server if you care which normally i don't but it's no, like it's... a time race to get back to the table and politely tell yeah. him hey your card is i'm sorry i ran it twice like, yeah, yeah. it's not working and then him to race and get another card and run it before she gets back to the table yeah and then have your tip is like is he gonna be pissed because you told him his cards declined yeah. or is he gonna be yeah. grateful because you did it privately like i'll tell you what i do now is i i just I just assume that there was something wrong and that everything's fine because I've worked at places where I was like, ah, oh, this guy doesn't have any money. But like now I'm just always like, <laughs> well, hold on a second. You Wait just a minute. Call that off the bat. Just, just, uh, let's not, let's, let's not close over that. Let's really, let's, let's explore that. This guy doesn't As have a black money. man, what you're saying is you're having, you're having people and you're judging them right away. Like looking at you, you don't have any fucking money. And every time like they're ordering stuff, you're like, you're not going to be able no, to. No, I'm just saying like, I used to work, like I worked in a dive bar where like yeah, yeah. a guy lost his eyesight in a bar fight at five o'clock in the afternoon, you know, like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was wild. Like a <laughs> lost his eyesight. Yeah. I worked at a place where dropping I, shit. I, don't understand. I worked at a place where a, a strippers, they used to have strippers come through and like sell t- like 
raffle tickets. And then some guy didn't like that. Indiana? Yeah, like this is the West. Your Indiana and my Indiana are do different. And uh, some anyway, like we while we were in there working, like while I'm running in the kitchen, like her boyfriend came in and threw a Molotov cocktail through her car, blew her car up, and then melted the side of my friend's car because he had a Daewoo, which is apparently made out of rice paper, and it just melted the entire side of his car. So yeah, sometimes you. Those things are fucking. Those are marshmallows. They're, yeah. they're, they're asking to go. So, yeah, out. there's been some times when I'm like, yeah, this guy's card's declined because he doesn't have <laughs> it. This is a scam. But normally, it's. it's. Oh, I forgot to. A lot of people now don't start their cards or whatever. Oh, I've yeah, had that yeah. happen a lot. Like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. And they'll press three buttons on their phone and they'll start it. But I just go always like, I, I don't even do the, hey, I've run it twice. I used to do that. I'm, now I'm just like, hey, I'm real sorry. This thing's not taking your card. Do you have another one? <laughs> And yeah, then, yeah, like, yeah. let's get on to the next thing. That's you know what's so funny about that. As a again, as when I was in Chicago, when I worked at Bennigan's, which I said, see that I can't say Bennigan's. I don't work there anymore. It's not even open. It's a Walgreens now. <laughs> uh, when I when I worked at Bennigan's, I was ultra uh, aware of the fact that I was the only white person. I was the only white person there that on the staff. You weren't the only one. <laughs> no, no, no. I was the only white person that worked at that Bennigan's at the time. Well, no, he started later. For uh, a while, for a while, it was just me. We hired two other white guys in the time I worked, in the time the time I worked at Bennigan's, it was three white guys total. Um, one of them happened to be Pete Holmes, just name dropping, whatever. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I remember there was this homeless woman that came in and she said, "Can I get a beer and food?" And of course. I, I am not in a position to be like, uh, I don't think so, homeless lady. Yeah. So I, I kept serving her, and she kept getting more beer. And my manager at the time, Terrence, who the only time he ever talked to me was to call me over and ask me what was going on with my hair. Because at the time, I looked like Guy Fieri, like bald necklace. I would literally just take whatever gel I had, put it in my bleach hair, and then move it around until <laughs> my hand hurt. So every every time I worked, LA like... LA <laughs> Exactly right. <laughs> Terrence, Terrence would call me over like, Chris, Chris, come over here. Like, yeah, Terrence, what like, what the fuck is going on with your hair? That's the only conversations we ever had. Like, every time, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with your hair? That or, you need to wash that shirt. Uh, <laughs> you, you smell terrible. And he said, he called me over and he's like, hey, are you serving her? I'm like, yeah, I'm serving her. What are, you gonna, what, what are we doing? He's, he's like, that's a homeless person. Like, you've seen her in front of the place multiple times. She's not going to be able to pay for anything. And I said... I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't. I can't say yeah. like, "Hey, you're homeless." Review service. I don't know if you've seen my face before, but I'm a goddamn enemy. I'm not going <laughs> to say like, "I don't think so, lady." You're going to have to pay first. So he said, "Yeah, you have to see if she can put a card on deck, and then you can keep serving her." And of course, she couldn't. So she got a free meal, and then she started laughing hysterically. She had a tooth in her head, <laughs> and so I had to kick her out. The single tooth in like the back, not even like a useful front tooth, like just like a back tooth that can't even do anything. Not a not a team player at all. And not even like a molar. It's like a side tooth. Like that tooth is not getting any action. So I had to take her out. And Terrence said, All right, well, she got a free meal. Joke's on the white guy. And they call me the white guy a lot. The other the other nickname they gave me, which was fun, was KKK. Because my first and last name are KK. So they would do like hosts again, also minorities, only fucking white guy. They would say KK is your host, and then I didn't understand why people weren't tipping me. I just thought everybody in Chicago was mean. So I took her out to like the, the entryway, or whatever, and then she started hugging me, and I just started screaming, "I need an adult." And then Terrence, Terrence said, got her off of me, and said, "Lesson learned." And uh, yeah, I was a terrible Benigan's employee. When uh, when you, I used to live in uh, Bloomington for a while, when were you? What years were you down there? 
2000, I graduated in 2012, so 2010. And then my mom got sick, and I transferred back to Indy, and I went to Uwe Pui and graduated in 2012. Okay. But you did spend time in Bloomington? I did. You're hands down more qualified than I am, because IEPY is straight, is is cake. But you know, in in comparison to Bloomington IU and and IEPY. Uh, Yeah, it's still douchery all around. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Everybody's terrible. But I mean, like, it's just, I went to, I went to Bloomington for the first year just for gen eds. And it was insane. Like, just what they asked me to do, like, you need to get, to get into Kelly at IU, you have to get, I think it was like a three, five or something like that. There's no way I can do. There's no way I can do that. But at IU, it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's like. I mean, it all worked out. I'm serving tables now. So, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so, really glad I got that degree so I can uh, wait tables and whatever. I have to do a plug, though, and be real cheesy and gross and say, my best friends I have today, I met in the service industry. Some of the coolest people I've ever met, I met in the service industry. And yeah. I, I will never knock it. Also, um, I think it's really, I think everyone should have to work in the service industry because oh, you have sure. to think yeah, yeah. literally 40,000 steps ahead and you have, so think about it. It's business skills. It's people skills. It's yeah. learning how to think 20 steps ahead. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. handling conflict negotiation. It's yep. uh, like doing other people's shit when they didn't restock. Like, I don't know why people knock it. It's one of the hardest gigs out there. I don't know who's knocking it, but I agree. I mean, everyone should have to do it. I remember, I remember, uh, I had friends that were working in, like, went to college and then went to jobs, and they were just. I think when you when you're in the service industry, you're a very certain kind of people, and you just assume that you know more than these fucking idiots that are in these office jobs. For the most part, it seems like we are smarter than them. But then you get there, and I remember friends telling me like. Oh, I just felt like I wasn't as smart as I thought I was and whatever. And then you get there and there is that, that readjustment. You realize like, oh man, I might be an idiot. And so you have to deal with that. But then also the other thing that I always think about getting out of the service entry is, and that's kind of we, between the two of these guys, we talked about that. Like, I don't, if I could do it all over again, if I could go, if I could say, should I go to school or should I just stay in the service entry? I don't think I would leave. I think I would have not gone to college. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of expected of me for, I guess, my family. So going back, I don't know if I would have done either. Yeah, honestly, and that's uh, the thing. I didn't have that expectation. It was just. It's a good. It's a great way to make a living. It's a debt-free way to make a living. Right. Um, right. which I think is really important nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the coolest people you'll ever meet are in this industry, and like, yep, absolutely. Uh, I feel like. For me, I don't know, I'm not going to speak for anyone else, but like working in the industry, I feel like people are a lot more genuine because they're like, yeah. fuck you, you didn't do your side work. Yes, no. And that's, <laughs> Which in a- like the business world, it's like, I'm going to be nice to your face, but I'm going to go directly behind your back. That but is like, my, yeah. So I'm all about it. And I again, I think everyone should have to do, work yeah. at least once in the service industry. My biggest hang up with working in an office is that I don't, I still, and I've been doing it at this point for eight years, which is insane. I do not know how to talk to people. Mm-mm. It's a complete, they're different humans. People in the in an office are completely different human beings than people we deal with. But my thing is that the only reason I think that I kept going to college is that I don't think that I understood the industry situation that Indianapolis is to say like that you can do that, that you can, you can be in the industry and it's such a supportive community that you can kind of continue up and really do whatever you want mm-hmm. in that, in that community and I think that that's exclusive to Indianapolis. That shit wasn't, I waited tables for a long time in Chicago. There was no Bennigan's uh, like community where like people are really into like, like 
hey, we're all in this together. It was very much like, yeah, this place is terrible and we're just, we're all trying to get out. Whereas in Indianapolis, it's like, there is a community of people like, this is the job and this is what we're doing. And this is like, we're still supporting this. And yeah. I and think I, if I, I don't know what you think about this, um, but I also think like, it's one of those industries where you can learn your skills and get good at your job. And then just, you can go anywhere. Like you literally get a job anywhere yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, like, that's whatever you want to do, you can make money yeah. instantly. Right. You know that is I mean? the best part. We're not stuck. You're not stuck geographically at all. Like, well, this is great. And I'm getting out. And that's when I went to Oregon, like, that's the thing is like, I really wanted to live in Portland for a long time. And that was their deal is that they love people from the Midwest because we all just work nonstop. Both coasts are very much like, Eh, we'll show up whenever, but people from the Midwest are just we're monsters when it comes to work. So if we we have the option to go to these coasts, and really, especially if you're waiting tables or bartending, like, hey, I'm from Indianapolis or from Illinois, yeah, and, and doing that, and like, yeah, don't worry about the. Energy. I'm used to being a work slave. Come on, <laughs> like, I'll show up. What time does the day start? Eight. I'll be here at seven. I'll leave here at twelve. Whatever you need, I just want to work all the time. Whereas, like the because we're, it's a we're, Scottish pub, you'll be there at six fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, like. You were talking about, I don't know, I, I guess about how, like, the, like I don't know how to talk to people in the office. I'm like, well, those those people in the office were, like, those were the people that we were serving. Right, like, right. That, those are the same people. Like, I got called out the other day at, at work just because I will talk. Like, I think the more I do comedy, like, the like the, all my bullshit has gone. I've been in the service industry so long, and I've been behind the scenes for so long. That I'm just like not I'm not good at that like server bullshit anymore. Yeah. Like it's very transparent. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. I'm saying one thing with my mouth and another thing with all the rest of me. And like I was bartending and it's just like I'm always like I'm o i am I always say the appropriate thing, you know. I'm just like, thank you, but my thank you comes off like go fuck your mother. You know, it's just like <laughs> Yeah. Have a nice day as I hope you die on the way home. You know, like yeah. And somebody called me out, they're like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, I said like well, you said thank you. And so it's, a, but that's the thing as I don't know if like, if I don't know if you remember this, but that's exactly what I was like the entire time when I was waiting tables towards the end, that was the deal. And that's where, because of burnout. That's yeah. Because that's the thing is like, I yeah. turned to that person. I mean, you were there yeah. when I was fired from McNibbins for the first time, but <laughs> I, I just, I remember thinking like, I mean, that's the thing. It's I'm always on the, the cusp of it because I remember being in service industry and I remember waiting tables and I was at a place where I shouldn't have been, but uh, I was just, I was so burnt out and done with it. And I remember my story. I don't know if either of you have heard this, but my last story of waiting tables when I was officially like, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. I was working at a pretty notorious uh, bar, uh, burger place. That was, it was brew burger. I don't care. I don't work there. So, uh, so I opened brew burger and uh, I was there in McNiven's. The good thing about McNiven's is that's the best place to start waiting tables. Mm -hmm. It is, I it makes you, it that. makes you a better, I mean, honestly, I'm a better employee at my job now because of McNiven's. I agree. And they're just like, it's hardcore and he's very much like he, he there's no leeway and it just makes you, it's exactly what I needed when I started there. But then I went to brew burger and it was a fine, it was a restaurant. It was fine. It was yeah. very much like whatever. And Mike Cunningham's a very, very nice person, but there's just, it's not the same. McNiven's has a completely different level of expectation. And I I remember uh, I was working at Brew Burger and I was opening the bar and they had all, this is the time where all these cocktails are coming in, right? Like we came from McNiven's, which is all beer and everything, but they were like, cocktails were starting to be a big deal. And mm. I was running for the restaurant and this this waiter, just regular waiter, rang up a, a, like, I think it was like six, a six top of these complicated cocktails. And 
I made them, they went out, whatever. And then they came back again and sucking up all my time. And then they were sitting there dying. Like these, these drinks were dying. And I'm like, hey man, these drinks are dying. And he said, oh, I hit repeat. That was an accident. <laughs> Oh. And so, so, so uh, what I should have said was like, I should have been pissed off, but instead I did what I, I always did when I waited tables, uh, but not as jokey. I said, you're a fucking asshole. And I told everybody at the bar, like, see that guy? That guy's the worst fucking waiter you've ever seen on Mass Ave. There's no waiter that's worse than that guy. And it, like, I used to do that stuff and it was funny, but at that one, that one time I did, I'm like, I was laughing. Like now I'm just like an angry person. I'm like, I shouldn't wait tables. I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's you know really funny about that story? I'm pretty sure Matt Collin, I don't know if you guys knew Matt Collin is the regular. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he was there. <laughs> he saw the whole thing go down. Because I was just like, I lost my shit. It was very much like Jerry Maguire. Like, I'm not going to freak out. But that guy's a fucking asshole. Like, it, I've, it I've definitely hit that level of mad before where yeah, I was yeah. just like, I'm mad. And I, I just, and then I look around and I read the room and I see everyone's face and I'm like, Oh, I'm a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, how do I turn this into a joke? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that was the first time where I've ever been like jokey mad, but people thought like, oh, that guy's actually mad. And like, <laughs> you don't know how to pull out of it. Like, I'm just kidding everybody. Like, all right, free runs of paps for everybody. I don't know how to get out of this. One time someone said something to me that changed my life in the service <laughs> industry, and I'll never forget it. As long as I live, they said, dude, you're only in the weeds if you care. <laughs> I was like, that's genius. <laughs> Because I was like, why am I stressed the fuck out? I don't need to be. I literally don't care. You'll get your drink, hopefully, and everything will be fine. Well, that's the thing is like, there's definitely times like I've had, I don't know about you guys, but I've had server nightmares. I've definitely oh, yeah. woken up in sweats. I'm like, oh my God, I never get that woman her lemonade. I still have McNiven's nightmares to this <laughs> day. Fucking sides of ranch. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying yeah. F word too much. I I've apologize. F word. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> whatever. We say whatever we want. Uh, but yeah, I've woken up like in a cold sweat, like I never got the woman her lemonade. And it wasn't like I was making that up. Like I didn't. I never got it. lemonade. Like I, she never got it. But who gives a shit? No one I, cares. I to this day will have dreams where it's just. It's not a restaurant I've ever been to in real life. It's just a giant restaurant and Stu's the boss. <laughs> and everyone else called in. There's like one cook. Yeah. And then it's me Stu's at the front the of the boss. house. And like, I'll, like, like, I got called in as a favor. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do this. And then all of a sudden, like 300 people come in. And like, I see the turn when I'm just like, I can't do this all by myself. But like, no one's there to help me. And it just goes on for so long. And then I get so mad when I realize I'm dreaming. I'm like, this is a dream. I could be doing anything. Yeah. Like literally anything. <laughs> and that's what you have. I could be but I think that's soaring a- through space. <laughs> and instead I'm in this just McNiven's nightmare. <laughs> but that's that's the thing about coming from that place, which now this has just turned into a McNiven's podcast. But that's the thing about coming from that place. It's very, it's very, very valid that you're only in the weeds if you care. Because, again, that's the shit that transfers from my actual job. There's things where it's like... I feel like I didn't communicate with people fast enough. And there's things where people are like, I don't know the answer and I need to get it right away. That's fucking McNiven's is like, no, you have no breathing room whatsoever. Like, Hey, like Stu will come up to you and say like, that woman needed a lemonade. Like, and, and, and that's a, that's a high level thing. Like, Oh God, that woman needs a lemonade. Or if you think about it, if you've ever waited tables, cause you're, if you've ever just been at a restaurant, like as a reg- regular human being, you realize like I've waited for lemonades before. It's fine. I will notice this now and probably for the rest of my life though. Like when I, I go out to a restaurant, like any restaurant. I'm going to guess. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Real fast. Yeah. Before I think the best part of this, so Rachel, we're going to guess what he will never forget. My guess is salt and pepper. What's your guess? Side ranch. Side ranch. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, go, go. 
That's not what I was meaning. <laughs> what I was meaning is I was like when I go now as a customer to other restaurants, like when I walk into a restaurant, it's like the matrix. Like I just look at it and I just see like who cares, who doesn't, what's yeah. working well, what doesn't. Yeah. I'll notice people waiting. I'm like, that table's wait table six is waiting a little too long <laughs> over there. Isn't and I have nothing though? invested in it. You know, I'm just like, it'll be like me on a vacation out of town, but I I can walk into any restaurant and I can tell if it's working right or not, yeah. you know, and like, and I start getting anxiety when it's not like, I'll be, I was so on vacation weird. once and there was just like two employees that were like, I was down at the end of the bar. They were down at the end of the bar and they were just kind of like, they were just talking shit. They were just blowing off steam. They weren't busy. Yeah. You know, I was taken care of, but they were just like gossiping and whatever. And I was just like, I don't think I'm a customer guys. <laughs> I don't think you should be so, saying all this stuff oh around me. You're get in trouble. That's the thing about that is like you start, you wait tables because you're a slacker. That's why people <laughs> wait tables. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to show up 10 minutes late. You're supposed to not care. And and the thing is, too, is like worst case scenario, like, oh, I waited for my old fashioned for an extra 10 minutes. Who cares? None of it matters. But you come from a place where like, did that woman order cheese on her sandwich and you didn't bring her cheese? You're fucking fired. Like, we, it's, it's, it's just a hard it's hard mix to like to, to go back That's and like how it is yeah. and then inevitably and, this is what i swear to god this is one of my biggest pet peeves of yeah. the service industry and and riddle me this help me help you figure this out there's four clean tables four <laughs> but you gotta sit at the one every table every that's time. dirty every time oh but that's not it because i'm gonna bring you waters and then you're gonna be like oh no sweetheart do you want to sit over there because there's a better view of the open kitchen yeah so you're gonna move again it's have like, you had people that want to see the kitchen? I don't want to see the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, I have. Really? And I'm like, God damn it, just pick a fucking table! <laughs> I have, uh, yeah, I don't understand. I hate, you know what I hate if we're gonna, if we're gonna do this? I, I'm always on the, on the fence about how I feel about people stacking their plates because I think, I stack my plates and I think the people want you to stack their plates, but I'm always like, I get it, I see the plates, I'm going as fast as I possibly can. Yeah. Oh, I do that as just like it. Here you go. I put everything in a pile. Yeah. I hate the reaching. Is it, but like I there's a difference. There's like, hey, I stack this, put it aside, no problem. Yeah. There's also the stack it and then stare into your soul. <laughs> Where's the goddamn <laughs> chat? Speaks the truth. <laughs> Just, yeah, there's two guys. I didn't realize there were two kinds of stackers. Yeah. Uh Rachel, so um you uh transitioned um from man to a woman. No, for you transitioned wow. from uh Glad you finally noticed. <laughs> uh, transition out of oh, out of out of the food noticed. service industry, um, but like you're also part time working there now. That's your job. That's what you do. Uh, what are your passions in life outside of you know day to day work? What are you interested in? Uh, well, if I could do anything ever, and money would be no option, even if they didn't pay me for it. Um, I'm super excited about styling people. Right. Because I feel hair, like, makeup? No, clothes. Clothes. Okay. Yeah. Nice, the, nice, like nice. the whole look. Because gotcha. I feel like sometimes if you don't know how to put your look together, but you know what you want, yeah. and then you figure it out, you're like, you're just your full self, you're confident, you're ready, let's do this. Um, and I definitely think people portray who they are and their personality as a look sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what gets me jazzed. That's what gets me excited. I love just meeting people, figuring out what they're about. How do I make you look your best? Have you done that before? Yeah. People actually surprisingly pay me to do it. 
Right. Um, so I've worked with the Indie Cabaret. I've worked with the IRT to do some costume styling. Um, the marketing company on Pennsylvania Street, they've hired me to do some work for them. Wow. Why is that not the, the job? Why is that not? I would love to be why the full-time why job. Like, but because it's just like you can't put those. Because my gigs are so spread. like spread out. I can't yeah. pay my bills with it. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's what gets me dressed. Like, yeah. do, you, I just, do you have like like social media for that? Or is it yeah, just word I mouth? Have, I do. Yeah. Uh, is this doing your shout outs right now? <laughs> First of all, I don't know why you're looking at me. Listen, I know I I am Rachel and I are friends and, and she just met uh Dyke and Zach, but uh Dyke is the host. I'm just a guy that sits here and like makes fun of the shit he says. So he's, if he if he this is the shout out time, yes, yes, is the answer, yeah. But uh yeah, no, that's exactly and then also that's one more reason like to have you on because I think that, that do you have just the one Instagram? Just I have your- my uh, styling Instagram, which okay. people will contact me through. And then um, it's RLH underscore uh, conceptual designs. Okay. Um, but yeah, and like I'll do stuff for free or like, like I said, I've been hired before. But um, I just feel like especially in the Midwest, there's like such a lack of confidence maybe of people like wanting to rock something they might have or really enjoy, but then they don't know if they can rock it because other people aren't dressing that way. Yeah. And like, if you found it at the thrift store, like just rock it. Like if you like it, then just wear it. Like just have fun with it. And if everyone else to you is wearing Kohl's that they bought with their, not to knock on Kohl's or like, but like, you don't have to look like (laughs) everyone else, you know, they drop that Kohl's bomb. Jesus. Kohl's. The Midwest just has no style whatsoever. But if really? you, as opposed to like a coast, because I would say like, I mean, Indianapolis is a whole different story than like, like Chicago was a whole different thing. Right. But you, you think just the coast, like you think. No, I'm not going to say like the East or West coast. Cause I'm not from there. I just yeah. feel like there's a ton of like people in Indy who are badass and they might have things in their closet that they might be timid to wear yeah. because no one else is wearing crazy shit. But like, yeah. if you found it and you like it, go for yeah. it. And So, um, long story short, like if I could do anything in my life ever, it would just be just meeting people, hanging out with them, their personalities. What do you like to wear? Let's make you look so badass that you walk out of the house every day and you're like, okay, I got this. Like, I don't care if you're going to go at brunch or going to a job interview. So I'm, I'm going to get there. I swear I'll get there. That's awesome. I like, I, I, I really like finding out what people are passionate about. I always feel like the very first question we ask is always like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, you know, I work in HR. <laughs> the, the, money's, and and the, the money's good. That's not, uh, that's not the But then I ask you what you're passionate about. And then you start talking about styling people. Yeah. Your, your whole face lights up and you're like, yeah, right. If I could do this the rest of my life, I would do it. And like, I, I can see that. And like, I, I'm the same way with comedy. I think it was part of the reason for me why, um, like I love cooking for people. I'd much rather cook for what I did cook for you for today. Yeah. And then do this than like just be like trapped in like cooking, yeah. you know. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The same yeah. thing. So it's just like I feel like everyone has their kind of like their artistic outlet that they are. Which really is why into. it's so important you're like doing this podcast and it's because you're like inviting a ton of people who have awesome side interests to like all combine together and talk about it. Yeah. Which I think is really cool because not everyone like knows that their side interest is worth attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's yeah. just an awesome thing that you're doing. And like, 
some people are even embarrassed about having a side gig. And I'm like, why? It's so cool. Like yeah, everyone yeah. has to pay their bills, but the fact that you have this part of you that's so excited about something is awesome. And like get together with other people who have exciting passions and like feed together. You yeah. know what I mean? I realized cause uh, I always asked, I used to always ask that of my Uber drivers. If I felt like talking, <laughs> like if it's like early in the morning, I'm just like, don't talk to me. But like there's been times where I've been like, okay, like there's like an awkward pause. I feel like make some conversation. Yeah. And uh, I would, I would ask Can't that wait to see where this goes. Cause there's not one Uber driver in existence. They're like, what's your passion? They're like driving this Uber right now. <laughs> it's my passion. <laughs> it's always someone else's. That's their side hustle to get to whatever. And uh, there was a black guy. I hadn't said a word. And I asked him and he was like, I'm a grand champion, Yu-Gi-Oh master. And then he just <laughs> blew my fucking head you out wide open. Would you? And then he just like the next 20 minutes told me how he traveled around the globe playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh yeah. And how he, you know, th- like that was his shit. And like he wow. was like, well, and one time I was in Japan and doing this, and one time I was in London doing this, and I was like, Everyone has something yeah. that they're, yeah, 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 yeah. they're this that is extremely about, yeah, you know? Sure. What's extremely interesting is stuff like that takes you to other places where it's a hobby. However, I'm going to completely, this is a Vandas conversation, but knowing we only have eight minutes left uh, and knowing we didn't bring up a last podcast, uh, Zach had an interesting story about Uber uh, driving. Uh, so Zach, Zach told us last week that uh, he only rides in the front of an Uber. Weird. <laughs> weirdo no 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 but it's funny because i i I, there's no way in the world i was gonna let this happen let this episode happen without fucking talking about it because he brought it up and he said i only sit in the front i'm like why the hell didn't we talk about this the episode so his contention it's really weird because now you're not mic'd up so now you (laughs) (laughs) so so he said it's an incriminating look on his face by the way everyone zach said and you think about it if you think about it really before you, when Uber first came out, it's just, it is just people picking you up. It's very, very valid. It's not a cab. Cabs have like shit in the front. So, you know, you sit in the back, but with an Uber, it's just like a person picking you up. And if you're one person, what Zach's intention was, and definitely correct me if I'm wrong, no one can hear you, which is amazing. Is that, is that, um, when someone's picking you up, you, you don't get in the back seat. That's rude. So he was sitting in the front and didn't find out until literally last week that no one else did. <laughs> So the looks you must get. <laughs> Every, pop in. Well, and I'm then, ready. Yeah, and the best part is like our last guest was an Uber driver, and she's like, "No one wants you in the yeah, front. No <laughs> like, don't don't sit in the front of the car, man." I only sit on the back passenger side because I feel what? like I feel what like to get I feel like to, oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I feel yeah. like to get in on the back driver's side, nice. it's like a mob hit's about to go down. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just like I always said, so like you can see me. I'm in your car. I think people forget that like. Best server mentality, though. No one else cares about that. No one's like, no one's thinking about the person serving them outside of servers. Like, oh, this guy's gonna be weirded out if I sit behind him because maybe he thinks I'm gonna shoot him in the face. I just, I don't know if I would like want like, it's like, hey, get in my car, hop in, and then they're just behind me, staring at the back of my head. Yeah, I feel like that's weird. You know what's weird? Sitting next to them. Well, that I'm not, I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> like getting into an empty car. 
when it's just you and just saying, actually raise your hand i'm sorry <laughs> hey how's it going uh hey there's a whole back seat uh where you can sit and i've got candy back there like no 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 i'm zach and i'm <laughs> i'm fine sitting right next to you so i want to know what his uber rating is <laughs> that's a good question five i'm i guarantee it's a five star with an asterisk like this guy will sit next to you <laughs> He will sit next to you. It doesn't matter. They, I don't know how. That's the thing is like I don't know enough Uber drivers to like know if that's like a thing. I just I feel like Zach's a nice enough guy where he always turns it around when they start off like who's this asshole. By the end they're like exchanging business cards. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, just like yeah. thank you for it the mustard, sir. Yeah, yeah. thought was... you were weird as hell at the beginning of this. But... <laughs> hey, I'm Zach. I'm in the front seat and I own a single mustard. <laughs> how are you? That's a great line, actually. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm sure it all works out for him, but I just, I thought it was really interesting. But the, the thing that's interesting about it is like when you explained it, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Maybe we're all, we could all be wrong because we don't we know. Could. What, we yes. don't know what we were we supposed could. to be doing. We just were like, oh, I assume you're a cab driver. We'll sit in the back. But Zach's like, no, it's like if you, if a friend's giving you a ride, you sit in the front seat. Like I've been, maybe we're dicks. I've been offered to sit in the front. And I'm like, no, thank you. You've been offered then, to sit in the front? No, 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 Everyone included and service industry people for the most part were pretty fucking kind and considerate. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to all any anyone who works in the service industry. <laughs> I feel like I was being kind of considerate. I wasn't like Zach level kind of considerate. It's all like, it's hey. a, there's also a difference. Like if someone asked me to sit up front, they're just being nice. No, but like no, if no, someone no. asks like a, a like a lady to sit up front, they're probably being a creep. Well, that's a whole different yeah. We don't know what being ladies like, but it sounds awful. <laughs> Being a lady sounds being a lady sounds terrible. That's what we'll, I've gained that from. And then women and I know, like you know what I don't want to do. Well, then Be you get invited to do a podcast with strangers, and they get food. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. We can all be rapists. That's the thing. That's that's a concern that we will never have. If a bunch of women ask us to be in a podcast, and they're like, I hope uh, no one's a dick to me. Like no one's. I hope I don't get sexually harassed. The percentage of being sexually harassed in this podcast versus if it was a bunch of women is a lot higher. Oh, that's what hurricanes are for. <laughs> I think. Oh God. I think I'm not the I'm not the I'm not the one this week. I'm not the one. Uh, no, baby, you're the baby funeral this you week. Know you know why? Because it's my guest, and I, I just went off that. Now I know why you do that. Because you just you can't. You have to fill up time. And you start saying stuff like, "Hey, maybe men will rape you." Like, nah, I did it again. I'm like, I pulled a real dyke on that one. God damn it. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Harder Brunch podcast. Guys, we are on Twitter at Harder Brunch, Instagram at Harder Brunch. You know where to find us. Guys, tell your friends, tell your family. Subscribe, like, give us a review. Smash that like button uh, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Or less fun. Uh, Rachel, this, so this is a... Now, I, I, I don't want to correct you here, but I will say you said shout out. A shout out is like um, to your homie Ray Ray. That's a shout out, Okay. <laughs> A plug is when you promote yourself. Oh, yeah, we're very I was doing shout outs. You were doing shout outs. Shout- but I'm just saying, like, promoting yourself is not a shout out. Now's the time to do a plug. We're promoting you, we're promoting okay. everything you do. Where do we find so, you if we want to get our style right? You want to get your style right first? Have the confidence to rock it. Don't care what other people are wearing around town. Be true to yourself. Second. Yes. Hit me up, RLH underscore conceptual designs. We'll wow. get you looking good. Sometimes nice. full free if you give me hurricanes like they did today. <laughs> um, and yeah, just go be your true self. Want what you got. Don't care what anyone else thinks. Enjoy your life. Wow. 
I have nothing to plug. Don't look at me. That was good. No. <laughs> that was maybe the best plug yeah, we've ever had really on this was. podcast. It really, really was. I hope she gets a follow from that. That was really, really good. At least a follow. She stuck the landing. All yeah. right. We'll see you guys next week.